She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price. And this week's episode is Free or Frazzled. All right, so we're starting our study. I'm so excited. Me too. Because we have been waiting to do this. I know you guys are excited. Y'all have ordered your book. And if you haven't ordered your book, it's not too late. It's called It's All Under Control. Um, It's a series. It's a six-week series. um, And we're going to do it with you guys. And so here we go. We're starting with the invitation, which is the Help Your Weary Soul longs for. Um, I want to start off with the scripture Hebrews 12.1, which is in actually the back of this chapter. Um, It's like kind of the questions, but it says, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. You guys, I struggle with control. I know that a lot of people struggle with control. Um, And so this is a study that hopefully by the end of it, we will all release a little bit of that control that we struggle with and say, hey, God, here you go. I don't want it anymore. That's what I'm hoping for, too, because I tell you what, control, I feel like it rocks my world sometimes. It rules my life because (laughs) I cannot seem to get a grasp on it. Yes. Um, So the first chapter with the invitation, there were some points that stuck out to me just a little bit, and I want to share a couple of those with you. Um, All right, so one of those was my desire to obsessively orchestrate what happened next was burning me out. Oh my goodness. How many times in my life have I literally desired to like basically put in plan what my steps were, what the direction I wanted to go in, and it literally made me want to fall out because I was so tired. It wore me out. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like it's exhaustion, and you like it's an extreme exhaustion. You cannot explain. You just have to experience it. And I think. Mm, all women at some point yeah. experience this because we put way too much on ourselves as wives, as moms, as friends, as you know, ministry partners, whatever it may be, as an employee. Just mm-hmm. and every day we put so much stress on ourselves because we try to control every single area of our lives. So we may all be at different levels, but yeah, I'm definitely guilty of it. Well, I love the fact that in this book, in chapter one, too, it says she said yes to Jesus. Mm-hmm. How many times do we say yes? I'll do that. Yes, I got that. Yes, I'm fine. Yes, like we say yes to everything sometimes besides Jesus. I love the fact that she goes, I finally said yes to Jesus. Um, And then there was this one, it was like the strip off every weight, especially with that scripture too that we just talked about. Some of your pain came from because of all the things you're trying to do. Mm. You're so tired. Some of your pain came because of all the things that that happened to you. You're so broken. Oh my goodness. I put like explanation points and I was like, yes, 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 yes. Because it's true. Like you're so tired sometimes and you've just said yes to too much and you're just trying to control so much that we literally just get so worn out. So, I mean, I just find myself in that place as well. As I know, I know we've talked about it before too, that you get there as well. Yeah, I do. And it's, I don't don't know that it's funny, but looking back on it, like I'm looking at it and I'm like, 
why would I do that? Why do I add that extra added stress on my life? Why do I agree to do that? It's like in my heart, I want to be a part of it. I want to do it, but I don't take the time to really consider it knowing that certain things are going to consume me, my time, my family, and then other things are going to have to take a back seat. It's like we just don't really think about things. We want to be included in so many things that it's so easy for us to say yes. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, we they want us to be a part of this. Like, that's that's awesome. awesome. It's a huge thing. But, no, I mean, like, we wear ourselves out all the time. I do it. I'm guilty. We really do. And then when we try to control things and they don't go as our plan happens, like, we're like, what what happened? You know, like, well, why didn't it go like this? And it's because, like, because it wasn't my it plan. Wasn't, yeah, it wasn't in your control in the first place you just wanted to try and make it that way yeah the other thing that I love that it says in this book is that or the first chapter is let go of what God has not asked us to do so we can shine at what he has man that's a huge thing if you want to think about it let go of what he's not asked you to do so that you can do and be in the calling that he has sometimes we get so wrapped up in trying to control and do everything that he hasn't asked us to do that we don't have time to do what he has and so um that was huge and then the other thing is slow down enough to pay attention Oh my goodness. So I have a hard time paying attention to anything. But sometimes my life is so fast paced. And I think I wrote about this the other day in like a devotion. But sometimes my life is so fast paced that I I don't pay attention. Like, you know, you're riding down the road and you're thinking about so many things. You're not even paying attention to what's around you sometimes. You know, like I've missed things even on rides that have been around me. Like slow down enough to pay attention. I just love those things that were in this first chapter. Well, I'm going to tell you something that stuck out to me. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of, kind of humorous, kind of not. But she said, we can't stop ma- managing a household, cancel all our appointments, and spend the rest of our days on a floaty in the middle of a lake. How I wish I could, except for maybe a beach, not a lake. (laughs) And then she said, there's parts of my life where I don't get to throw my hands in the air and say, I quit, God. This is all on you. Believe me, there are times I want to. There are areas where I do want to channel my inner Elsa and let it go. And then there are times that I want to give it all to him as a complete handover. But I'm so guilty about, like, I'll give it to him. Yeah. And then I take it right back. Because I'm like, oh, God, take it. Take it. This is too much. But Mm -hmm. guess what? Here's two days later, and I'm taking it right back. But before I even realize it, like, I'm so deep in it, Uh like, that I'm drowning. And I'm like, why did I pick that back up? Yeah. I'm the same way. It's like you surrender, and it talks about that in this, this chapter. You surrender, and then... Instead of just surrendering it and giving it all to God, you're like, "Uh, I don't think, I don't know. You know, maybe God doesn't have it all right now. Maybe God can't handle this right now. Maybe, maybe he's not doing it on our timing, whatever it may be. And then we do, we do pick it back up. Yeah. So let's go over the first, um, questions. I'm going to share my, um, kind of responses to the back of the book and then we're going to go over the other questions and Susan's going to start with that. So the first question in the book itself was write the Bible verse which we read that at the beginning and then the second question was or um, kind of instruction was to draw two columns label one column my race and label the other the junk in the trunk and then it kind of goes what is the junk in the trunk and it goes through all those things and so my race came to me and it was my relationship with God it was my attitude my sense of gratitude um, and then the junk in the trunk the stuff that I try to control that I really have no control over is my kids my husband my friends my spouse you know I already said my spouse my 
my um, job, like all of these things that I have control, I don't have control over that I need to take out and realize like these are the things I do. My attitude, my gratitude, my relationship with Christ. These are things that I have control over. And so that's kind of the way that I answered that question in there. That's good. I mean, I think we're all, all have something all have lots of junk in the trunk, so to speak. And, oh, yeah. and there's a ton of stuff that I could pull out from that, too. And, I mean, there are those things that we can have more control over that we should be controlling. Mm-hmm. But then there's some things that we just need to uh, toss it because it ain't our control. It ain't for us to, to try and control, you know. Like, yeah. as she talks about, and we'll get into it in a little bit, there's healthy control and unhealthy oh, control. Yeah. Throw it in the trash, girl. Throw it in the trash. Throw it in there. <laughs> So, now we're going to go over the first question um, in our actual Bible study, um, and that's the six-week Bible study that we got to go with the book. So, the first one asks, it says, why did you say yes to this study? What do you hope to gain by the end of our journey together? I I could have went on and on and on, honestly, so I had to, like, cut it short and simple and just say, you know, for myself, I know I have extreme control issues. It's not minor. It's pretty bad. Like, that's what I can, that's what I really struggle with. Um, I said, I am ready to lay it down and trust God, and I hope to gain freedom and release anxiety and stress. Oh, that's good. Because the more control or the more things I try to control, the more stressed I become, the more anxious I become because when things don't go my way, it really stresses me out and my anxiety really just gets high. Um, and then I said, and that I often bring it on myself by trying to control every situation. Like I, I bring these things on myself. I mean, there's yeah. some things we cannot control that happen in our lives that cause us to, um, to stress and just worry and you know for myself I think the most important thing for me was trying to figure out why do I feel the need to control every situation mm-hmm. and, and I think that that'd be a great thing it's not mentioned in here right yet and it might be later on but is to ask yourself like what was the root like what am I really struggling with yeah. deep down that causes me this and for me honestly I think it started at such a young age is like I didn't have control over my dad mm-hmm. choosing not to be a part of my life and then growing up the rest of my life there was things in and out that affected me because of that mm-hmm. choice he made but I didn't get to make that and yeah. so the rest of my life I spent my time trying to control everything I could mm-hmm. like pe- I would do anything I could to make people like me so that they wouldn't leave me like that abandonment feeling that he gave me and so I think for me that's that's where my control creeps in a lot is because I couldn't control that situation yeah. and it affected me in such a difficult way my whole life that now I try to control everything uh-huh that's good um I wrote control is something we fight with all the time learning to release learning to maneuver through it it's something I want to let go of more mm-hmm. and when you were just talking about you didn't have control you know of your dad and now that it's linger there in therapy I have learned that I don't really I hadn't had control like at any part of my life growing up like the abuse the domestic violence like I didn't have control with my ex like I didn't have control over any of that and so now in my life it's like just like you like I'm trying to make sure that I control things to make sure they're okay and in reality God has it and it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like a it's like a battle going back and forth of like making sure that I'm surrendering it but mm-hmm. also making sure that I'm not allowing my past in the way that that has controlled me and I've allowed it to yeah. to then in fact try to control my, you know like what's in my future and me take a hold of it and not letting God do it. That's good. Yeah, because so often I do try to take that 
that yeah. control in my hands like, like we all do. I'm gonna in this part underneath that it says her story. She's sharing her story and something that stood out to me in here. It says, I read once that surrender is what happens when God hands you a blank piece of paper with a space for you to sign your name at the bottom and then you hand it back to him and to fill in as he wills. For a woman who wants to have it all under control, that kind of surrender terrifies me. And I just wrote me too, because mm-hmm. honestly, it's like you're handing him that and you're like, here you go. Here you go. You do what you would have with my life. Do your will be done. Yeah, yeah that's scary. Like mm-hmm. you're just saying, but his will is already going to be done regardless. Like right. we cannot control the outcome. We're just getting in the way. Exactly. <laughs> Move Step aside. out the way. <laughs> Move. Move. Um, all right. So the next question is, describe the last time your attempts to manage something in your life felt like an exercise in hurting baby kittens. <laughs> I was like, can we use cows? Or do you I live on a farm? Or are we not talking about cows? Hurting baby kittens. <laughs> um, and so I just compared this to work. Um, for me... Uh, I've tried to kind of manage what happens there, what's going on there, um, trying to make things better. And I think that it's like basically hurting things right at this point because I can't control what's going to happen. I can't control other people's attitudes. Mm -hmm. I can't control what they do or how they respond. I can't control any of that. And so I think it's affected me in such a way um, trying to control it that it has really made me in like a funk at times. And I've been almost to the point where I'm like, I can't do this anymore because I've tried to put my hand on it so much. Mm, That's good. I, I'd said getting my kids packed up for the first day of school. This was my most recent thing since she was asking, like, <laughs> what what maybe attempts to mean or something in your life. So this was the most recent thing that happened this week. The kids started school, and I was getting my kids packed up. I was feeling a little defeated because I waited to the last minute to do everything, and I still didn't have a chance to get everything. And my husband was like, you feel like a bad mom because you didn't get your kid a new lunchbox? And I'm like... <laughs> No, it's not that. It's just everything. But um, I said I wanted everything organized and to look perfect for the next day. I was left feeling exhausted and dreadful of the new school year um, instead of being excited for my kids. And I said, and all the while, my husband offered his help multiple times, but my control took over and I wouldn't accept it because I had a certain way I wanted it to look. (laughs) And it's like, come on. Like, you cannot. It's just petty stuff. Oh, that's funny. So that, we all do it, though. We yeah, all do it. We do. We're all guilty. You're not alone. This is for sure. <laughs> so the next question says, how persuasive is the issue of control? Do you think it's something everyone deals with, or are some people cured of the desire to control? Um, my answer to this was, I think everyone has control issues to a certain extent, um, but some are just more codependent and let go of it. Um, while others stand their ground um, and they just keep, you know, keep with it. They don't let anybody talk them out of it. You know, like me, I'm headstrong and you're not talking me out of it. Like I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm going to control this situation and nothing you say is going to make me give in to what you would like for me. Like it it just doesn't work that way. Um, But I said, um, I believe we all just have different levels of control, some more extreme which, and I put in quotations, me, myself, and I, like me. I'm more extreme case. I'm an extreme case of a control person. <laughs> control free. Control free. Yeah, that's um, I said everybody deals with it, and I feel like cured is, I don't know. I would not use the word that anybody is cured from control. I feel no. like it's a constant battle of surrendering everyday things. Um 
man, do I wish that we were cured here? Yes, but I think that this is something that, you know, it's the flesh, and mm-hmm. we're always going to fight with the the flesh. Um, we find better ways in order to cope and deal and to know, like, God has got this, and I think that we find quicker ways to hand it over to Him and not take such control or have an extreme amount of it, but I do feel like it's something that, Personally, we're not going to be cured completely from until we're in heaven. I think we're just going to keep, you know, we keep fighting with the flesh. But, you know, as we grow in our relationship with Christ and stuff, I think it just becomes easier to deal with those control things and easier to hand over. But I, I feel like every season brings something some other issue of control you know there's been seasons I've had a teenager you know it's been really hard not to control that job situation and a season where it's that you know spouse like there's been so many seasons ministry whatever it may be that you try to control and it every season it's a little different but I think that it teaches you and it helps grow you just depending on how you handle it absolutely totally agree with that um, the next question was on the continuum. Is that how you say that word? Continuum? Continuum? Continent? I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> Below, where would you put yourself? Mark an X on the spot. So free spirit or frazzled spirit? Um, I kind of put myself in the middle. I really do feel like I am. I mean, it maybe. Do you think so? For you? Yeah. No, you got control issues. Do you think that- so? Oh, that yeah. Maybe, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, you better but I think, I move think, it on up the line a little bit. <laughs> three-fourths of the way. <laughs> I don't know. I think sometimes over some things specifically, yeah. I am a free spirit. But then again, I think there is, like, specifics, like, stuff that I... You know what I think is... Oh, I know what it was. I wrote down, like, it's people. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, like, the biggest thing that I try to control is people. Like, that's, that's like, my biggest struggle is people. I definitely would be, like, a frazzled spirit when it tries to, you know, I try to control people. I think that's one of my biggest things. Oh, yeah. What would you write on yours? So, I, okay. So, I, I said currently, and I put myself pretty much at the frazzled spirit on the end <laughs> almost because I've just had a lot going on lately. And so, for me, I feel like I am just in a frazzled for sure. But... <laughs> Then on the other hand, I had to put a mark by the free spirit, and I just put with money. And I laughed when I read this because me and my husband did Dave Ramsey years ago, and there's something called a free spirit. And my husband has always said, you're the free spirit. You're the free spirit. Oh, That's totally spirit. you. So with money, I'm a free spirit, yes. Yeah. And when it comes to controlling money, have no control. It goes out the door. Like, I'm like, oh, I want this. They need this. We need this. This looks nice. We got to get this for this. Like... It totally goes. It's so weird. And then he's the opposite. Like, he controls it very well, but he's almost, like, over-controlling at times over it. It's just so funny how we're all different. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, The the question that went with that one, though, was when was the last time you felt frazzled on account of all you believed you needed to do, oversee, or manage? Um, This just happened, like, what, last week? Yeah. (laughs) I was trying to manage ministry trying to figure out like planning stuff for a women's ministry that I lead. I was trying to figure out her Haven stuff because we were moving in a building. My kids are starting school. My job has been cray cray. I was trying to make, what else was it? 
oh, she sheds, like, of uh, this. Like, yeah. it was, like, so much on top of, like, making sure my top priority at home was good. And mm-hmm. I was like, I am about to go crazy. And I was moving my daughter into college. I didn't even think about that. It was, like, all kinds of stuff. And I was so, <laughs> I was so frazzled because I'm like, I need to manage this. I need to oversee it. I need to control it. And it was like, um, you really have no control over this. And when you finally just let me have it, like, you'll see that you're okay and you know this week has been a lot more like peaceful surrounding and stuff like that and I think it's honestly because I'm like what's gonna be what's gonna you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like you just gotta we're just rolling with it it yeah yeah no and everything you said is pretty much the same for me here lately because we've been doing all this together and so we've got big events coming up for the ministry we've got we moved into our office space, which is super exciting. Yeah. And then we had to get all the things we needed. And, you know, we're just doing it all. And then we wanted to make sure that we had the podcast ready and the Bible study. And if you're doing this along with us, you know that it's pretty intense. Like, it's it's a lot, but it's yeah. awesome stuff. And so that, and then on top of school starting back, fall sports for both of my kids, or two of my three. And then um, I just have, like, many personal things going on in between. It's just been hard to manage everything. Yeah. Um, so the next question says, the more frazzled and out of control my life gets, the more I try to control it. That sometimes results in even more frazzle. It's a vicious cycle. Is that your experience too? Why or why not? And I said, yes, I'm always looking for a solution to every situation. And my mind doesn't slow down until I've figured it all out. But oftentimes it creates more chaos for me. And that and that's where my mind is. Like I can be in bed at all times of night. I can wake up in the middle of the night and think of something that needs to be done or there's uh, a problem. And I got to find a solution for it right then. Yeah. I wrote, it's because you feel like you've lost grip on it. We don't have grip to begin with. When we let go, God can come in. It's kind of like let go and let God. But like yeah. when we truly let go, God can step in and take care of it. He's already got it anyways, but right. we're just kind of detouring the issue of it happening when it needs to happen because we're putting all this stress on ourselves. It says, and I said, I've just experienced this many times, surrendering and picking it back up and picking it back up. Um, here's a list of areas that women often feel they need to control. Which ones strike you personally? Circle those. Try not to overthink your answers. I said my thoughts. Oh, I fight in my thoughts a lot. My children, the future, uh, my house for sure. Uh, wrinkles. I said read <laughs> too. Wrinkles. Um, my. I didn't say my attitude. My husband. Um, I say current projects, uh, my to-do list, safety concerns with my kids, and my schedule. Yeah. Mine was my weight because that's something I struggle with at times. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. And I said my thoughts, I too struggle with those a lot, um, good and bad, but the negative or sometimes I have to really fight hard to fight those off. Um, my children, the future for sure, because I feel like I can just control everything that happens in the future because who am I? Um, I said my health because there are certain things with health that I do try to control. I feel like, or I feel like I don't have control over, but there are certain things with my health. I know I could be doing different to make it better. And Uh it's just sometimes out of control. Um, and then I said my house wrinkles for sure as I'm hitting this middle 30 age. And then, um, gray hair should be on here somewhere. Um, I said husband, my to-do list, my schedule and the quality of my work. 
So, like, I really try hard at work to, like, or any work that I'm doing is to give it my all and really hard on myself. And I want to make sure I have a certain way I do it. I want to make sure it gets done the correct way. And if others aren't doing it that way, sometimes I struggle with, like, well, that's that's not how, like, you're not getting it done right. But, yeah. So, moving on to the next area where she talks about um, control and the word that we often hear along with control. I I highlighted a couple things that stood out to me, but... um, She said, we shouldn't jump to the conclusion that all control is bad, which in my mind, when I hear, oh, you're a control freak or you have to control everything, that's where my mind goes is like, that sounds terrible. That sounds really bad, you know? Um, God calls us to live a life of self-control. Like, if we worked on controlling our self-control, you know, like controlling what we can and what we should and stop with everything else. Um, And then she said, so in those cases, we aren't frazzled, we're free, Um, which is what we, you know, frazzled or free is what we titled it. Um, And then she said, good management often leads to a sense of calm and well-being. The danger comes when we find ourselves slipping from healthy control to unhealthy control from free to frazzled and that's what I was talking about early is like there's a healthy control and an unhealthy control yeah. and this really stood out to me because you know and and going through and putting x's by the things you know and going back through and just figuring out okay what is healthy here and what is unhealthy yeah um I, I loved how it went back and forth from what is healthy control, like you said, and what mm-hmm. is unhealthy control, because it tells us kind of like what we do in our own lives to that is unhealthy, yeah. that, you know, that we can change it over to what is healthy. Um, the question that goes with that is, now as best as you're able, describe in a couple of sentences what might cause you to fall into areas of unhealthy control. Is there something you fear will happen if you don't take control? Um, a couple of things I would say, allowing negative thoughts to consume me when mm-hmm. a project doesn't happen on my time and then getting like frustrated, I feel like it's super unhealthy and instead of allowing God to just work it on his time and knowing that his time is going to be perfect and complete. Another thing I feel like is I try, like if somebody comes over, I feel like my house has to be perfect. (laughs) And the reality of it is, is like your house is lived in. It doesn't have to be perfect. And honestly, people are just I think I feel like, you know, people are just excited to be invited to your space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like I have a very unhealthy control when it comes to that because I like freak out and I go into this like mode of like, I've got to clean, I've got to clean, I've got to clean. And my husband's like, oh my gosh, Crystal, like calm down. Like you do not have to like clean the house. It's okay. And I'm like, no, they can't come over and see like this mess. And he doesn't totally under, don't understand it. But honestly, I... I need more, like, healthy control over, like, knowing that it's okay if, you know, I don't have everything picked up because I'm not perfect, and Mm -hmm. it's okay, and it will be okay, but... Anyways, those are a couple that I wrote down. No, I'm totally the same way. I was, I'm laughing over here because <laughs> I am the same. And the worst part is, like, you spend so much time stressing over it, making everything look perfect, and then when they leave, you have to clean all over again. I know. And it's like you just trashed it. Oh, like, goodness. But, no, I'm the same way. And one of the things that stood out that she had said was, like, unhealthy control is feeling like you need to say yes to every opportunity and every request, resulting in an overburdened life and overwhelming list. Yes. I am guilty for that. I did another study a long time ago that was um, the best yes and I learned a lot through that and I am much better since doing that but still I struggle at times because it's a sense of feeling needed I think and that makes us feel good but mm-hmm. even when it said like t- telling every unhealthy controls telling every member exactly what to bring to Thanksgiving dinner along with the recipes that they recipes they are to follow I don't go to that extreme but it made me laugh because I don't care what you bring like w- sign up tell me what you're gonna bring that's fine 
But I want to make sure when I have the spread laid out, all the dishes match. And so I'm very funny about that. I'm like, if it's an ugly dish, I'm putting it in something else. And I know that sounds terrible, but that made me laugh. <laughs> I did so, not know that. Oh, it's awful. Oh, that's funny. It's, it's awful. Um, and then I said, so my actual answer to the question was monitor, monitoring my children 24-7, trying to make sure they don't make the same mistakes I did or worse. I feel like anything could happen. And like that, there is a healthy control for our children, but... I get to levels sometimes of unhealthy control uh-huh. because I'm over-consuming. And it's not like I'm following around 24-7. But I go out of my way to try to solve things that haven't even happened yet. And so, um, I don't know. That's something that I struggle a lot with that I'm trying to do better with. You know what I just thought of? Susan and I were actually just talking the other day about how we are both so controlling when it comes to, like, the way things look. And so, like, if we're setting, like, chairs up or something, we have to have them turned a certain way. And, like, napkins on a table, like, our brain functions, like, we need them a certain way. And Susan and I were talking. And I know people have noticed it about me. And so, like, they're like, I'm just going to let her do it because if it's not like that, she's just going to go behind me and redo it. And Susan said, when we have our events, I would put napkins a certain way, and she didn't like it. And so she would go behind me and always fix <laughs> But then Crystal would come right back and be like, she would notice it was changed or somebody moved it, but she didn't know it was me. And she would, like, put it back, and I'd be like, oh, my goodness. Look. So she's the one that put it that way. And I'm like, like, so she'll put stacked cups, and one side of cups is not even with the other side of cups. But I'm OCD, and it has to be even, like, exactly look Control. like. Yes, yeah. and but she's the opposite, and it needs to be, like, layered or, like, stacks. And I'm like, no, that's not how it goes. We both are very unhealthy when it comes to that. I don't know how we sit here together today. No. You think we would, like run each other away because we're so we're so much alike but we're so opposite in some ways that it's like i don't know that's what makes it okay i think yeah i guess so (laughs) goodness gracious um so going forward um you know there's a lot of scripture here and a lot of questions about scripture there's places to fill in the slots and so we hope that you were able to go through those um, one, I wanted to share one more thing that stood out to me. She said, God asked us to hold our plans loosely, recognizing that our understanding of the future is limited while his is limitless. Oh, I love if it. we would pay more attention to that and really like, in was it? Let that seep in and like, just really dwell on that. Like yeah. he, he's limitless and we're limited. Like, yeah. and so let's just let him do what he does best, you know? And, um, so yeah, that really stood out to me. All right, so we're going to go ahead and skip over the questions with the scripture because that, you know, was something related to reading. So you had to read scripture, answer the question. So we're going to skip over that and go on to uh, page 14. So we hope that you were able to go ahead and take care of those. Um, she, she had also mentioned we believe in God, but we don't actually rely on him. How much does, how much truth is that? Oh, my like, goodness, that's good. Self-control. Yeah. Like, we uh-huh. believe in him, but we don't rely on him, and yeah. we should be doing that. Um, but the next question says, what does Hebrews eleven seven tell us about what compelled Noah to build the ark? Where do you sense God calling you to stand up and be brave, or where have you sensed this in the past? Um I said, um, switching jobs, I had to trust God more than ever. I'd had trauma from switching jobs before. A lot had taken place. My trust was broken. I went through a lot of stuff. It put me in, like, the deepest pit that I'd ever been in because it was just a series of things that happened. Yeah. Um, And so when the opportunity came open again for me to switch jobs, everything about it made sense, but I was scared. I was terrified based off of past events. 
but I knew it's what he was calling me to do. And so stepping out, being brave and listening to his voice and just doing it. And I'm, I'm thankful that I did do it. It was once I did it, it was so much easier, yeah. you know, but, um, and, and of course there's, there's things now, but I'm going to wait and share those later because I feel like it's just, it's stuff that has to wait. Like I just need to learn to be patient because there's obviously things he's telling me to be brave, stand up, but at the same time, be still too and be patient and let it work itself out. Yeah, that's good. Um, so tell us about what compelled Noah to build the ark. And I said faith, like having faith. He he had faith. So mm-hmm. he did it because he trusted in God and he was like, I'm going to have faith and do this. And um, I swear you stand up and be brave. I think honestly with my kids, I've had to do it. Um, I think in my job. Um, and I think as Susan said, you know, there's stuff that he's saying, be still and wait in. And, and I'm excited for it because I sense it and I feel it. Um, but I also know that, um, God is speaking to my heart about what to do in this season and um, how to handle that and where I'm going to be going and what he has for me. And so I'm just excited. I know that it's going to take faith to do all of that. And I know that we talk about it all the time about stepping out in faith and taking that leap. And that's so hard. Um, I actually have talked about this recently too, because um, it's so hard as in fact of I like to one have control as we're talking about but I like the form of stability and so having faith sometimes is like when Noah was building the ark it's like okay is this like what's going to happen like is this ark going to be good like you know like having a form of stability is being like I've got all of this taken care of and sometimes it's like no God's got all of or all the time it's like God's gotten this taken care of and so you need to just have faith and um it's really hard but that's kind of how i answered the second question too is what did god ask the israelites to do when the egyptian army chased them soon after their escape and where do you sense god calling you to stand by and wait or have you sensed this in the past and and i know that right now he's telling me to wait um be patient and whoo that's a hard one for Mm -hmm. me because I'm going to go, 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 and I like to get things done. And so um, I'm actually right now probably in a season of waiting. Yeah, same, same here. And I said to be still, be quiet, be patient, Um, you know, just knowing that it's all in his timing, not mine, and that as doors open up and plans change and things like that, like, I just have to wait. I just yeah. have to wait and, and know that what happens is in his timing and trust that because he knows better than I do, you know? Right. So, um, uh, the next thing is record who God says you truly are. And, um, I, uh, obviously in scripture, it says children, we are children of his. And, um, the last part of it is just the prayer. And so in that prayer, we hope you read that and we hope that you just fully surrendered some stuff over and you're really starting to walk in this because I think this is something that if you really devote your time to and you really, uh, dig in deep, you are going to, um, feel some release at the end of this and feel like uh, a little bit of freedom or all freedom, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we, that's what we're hoping for is that that you have freedom from control. Not cured, but you know what to do with it. And so um, we thank you so much, guys, for joining us on this study and being with us. We can't wait to uh, do this next week again and go through it. We'd love your feedback on social media because this is what we're doing together. Um, And 
answer some of those questions and put them up there. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. Mm -hmm. Tell us how you relate, uh, what's relatable to you. And uh, just as always, check us out. So yeah what stood out to you the most I think that's what I always like to know is like what spoke to you the most out of this whole chapter that we just did and so we definitely look forward to next week and coming back and discussing you know week two on this and so we are just so excited yeah so we will talk to y'all next week (laughs) yeah all right guys see you next time talk to you next week all right bye bye